Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. And in today's podcast, I thought I'd just do a little quick, short, maybe this will be an introduction, maybe we'll do several part series, but we want to do a little introduction on the dynamics of growth and change or the, the dynamics of success. What I'm noticing through this pandemic, through this COVID, is just not the fear, just not the lack and complete ignorance of biological information that we've had for decades and decades, including 17 good years of research on SARS-1. So SARS-2, we know a lot about, and it's following right in line with our information we know about SARS-1. Imagine that. It's the same um, backbone. It uses the same spikes to attach the same receptors to get into the human body. So it's going to have similar similar effects on the human body. And uh, we kind of just disregarded 17 years of research for politics. I don't understand that. Um, The amount of misinformation and lack of basic biological information. Um, The fact that most people aren't going on to the Department of uh, Health for their state to get the facts of what's going on. That we were all scared about hospitalizations That was the shutdown. We need beds, ICU beds when they come need it. Well, last week was July 13th, which was doomsday for uh, Minnesota. We were supposed to peak at 3,000 ICUs um, beds, 3,000 ventilators being needed in a day, in a day, and 22,000 deaths up to that point. Not even close. Mathematically, not even close. I think that day we had, you know, under 120 um, ICU ventilators being needed, ICU care, and uh, deaths were like 1,500. Now, my, uh, my new math isn't that good, but um, and, and any death is horrible, you know, but this is the models that they're throwing at people and they've been scaring people for four months about, and they're not even close to what it should be you know just so you know 1500 is not 22,000 and just so you know 120 is not 3,000 but they didn't change course they didn't redirect they didn't say hey we overshot it it's always good to be conservative I tell my kids always be prepared be a good boy scout even though I got you know many girls you know, be a good Boy Scout, always be prepared. It's always good to be overprepared than underprepared. But no apologies coming from the government or the media. Hey, we overshot this one. Wow, that's good. Let's, uh, let's do something. And again, I'm just talking about Minnesota. I'm not going to go study every state because everyone's going to say, well, this state's doing bad. There's usually a reason for it. If you take your time and go through the statistics on the State Department of Health site, and follow the trends. But what was interesting is that, you know, my first book that I read about COVID in undergrad, I have on this laptop, was 1987. And, um, you know, I have the the recent ones from uh, 2016. And it's on all the COVID viruses, but there's some basic science we know all about them. And this one, because it's a, it's a coronavirus, is following the, the pattern of success for coronaviruses. 
So I wanted to talk about the dynamics of growth and change and how does this work, Fred, with this weird interview? Well, what's amazing is you can also have the dynamics of destruction and stagnation. The dynamics of destruction and stagnation, which is the opposite of growth and change. Why? Well, when you're fed misinformation, when you're mired in not looking for yourself. In other words, there were so many bodies supposed to be in the street, like the Spanish flu of the, uh, of the, of 1917, 1918, that whole time period, um, after World War One, where the doughboys came marching home and got everybody sick. They were stacking them in the alleyways, the dead bodies in, uh, Philadelphia. Because there's, there's regions where one and two family members were wiped out. It's crazy. It didn't even come close to that. And it won't come close to that. It's a coronavirus. It's not an influenza virus. You know, a chihuahua is not a pit bull. And you just have to understand the basic biology. They're both dogs. You know, they're both viruses. But understanding how one works and the basic of that, you know, I'm not going to force anyone to learn biology 101. It's obvious that... Most people slept through that class. But that is an example of the dynamics of destruction and stagnation of what you feed your mind or a lack of feeding your mind, not, not accelerating it, not growing, growing your own mind, growing your own spirit, growing your own intellect. It's amazing because some people would say, well, this health official says that. Well, you know, I went to classes with those people who ended up being Department of Health officials and epidemiologists, and half of them couldn't get through the biology part or the dissection part of class. And I'm going to say the real hardcore clinical science. They could kick my butt in statistics, you know, kick my butt in math, kick my butt in poli-sci, but, you know, they're not researchers in a lab. You know, why aren't we talking to the virologists? So... One thing to think about in the, the dynamics of growth and change, you can use this pandemic as a good example of what not to do. When something bad is thrown at you, you have to just say it's fine and move on. Work around it, adapt, modify, overcome. So how do we adapt, modify, overcome? Well, you know, with my family, we're, we're like, all right, every Thursday, we're going to go do something. We'll do a park. We'll do a beach. We're going to act as normal as we can be. As soon as restaurants opened up, we were there. I mean, I remember the day they opened up. I'm driving around trying to find one open so, one, we can patronize these poor businesses that were knocked out for three months, but also to show that we are going to try to live our normal life no matter what. All through this pandemic, I trained in a basement. And I'm stronger now physically. Squatting, I guess, whatever today is. I squatted 870 last week and benching around 500. I'm stronger now than before the pandemic began. Because I told myself, I am going to get stronger mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally through this. When something is thrown at you you have you have many choices one you can run, try to run away from it well sorry everyone's going to get this coronavirus eventually and you you just want your body as strong as it can be when you do get it you're not going to outrun this bug 
You can't hide from it. We've already seen in New York people that were isolated. Heck, we've seen on a ship in Argentina where all the sailors tested negative. They went on a voyage. They come back and some of them tested positive, which says, guess what? It's everywhere. It's in the air. And coronaviruses are everywhere. They're in your house now. There's four or five strains of different types of coronaviruses in your house. If you have a dog, you definitely have parvo and a couple different coronaviruses. If you keep rodents, you have all kinds of coronaviruses in your house. And it will just continue to mutate and get this, the weak sick. So the best thing you can do during a pandemic is not weaken your immune system or become one of the immunocompromised. That's the best way. Don't become one. You want to help um, your community become stronger. So how do we do that? Well, let's just go through. I'm pulling out some notes I took, man, 20, 30 years ago from one of my journals. And I have under it the title, The Dynamics of Growth and Change. And it says, the only way life gets better for you is when you get better. Better is not something you wish for hope for, pray for, better is something you become. And again, I'm sure I'm going to get an email. Oh, you said don't pray for it. No, it's something you put action to. You can pray before you begin a plan, but better is something you become. You can't sit back with all your PPE and hope that your immune system gets stronger. You have to take decisive, deliberate action in your diet, in your daily hygiene, in your habits, and what you expose yourself to. Go out and eat some dirt or go out and play in the garden. You have to slowly develop your immune system to make it stronger. Now, again, I'm sure people say, well, what about the people that are very sick? We're not talking about the 2 3%, okay? There are genetic conditions where you can't do anything about your immune system. We understand that. What I'm talking about is the vast majority, the 3.5 standard deviations of humanity. I'm talking about 98% of us that can do something. The problem is 80% of us won't do anything. And the amazing thing is those 18% who, who are doing something are slammed by the majority that, oh, you need to do this or you need to wear that or you need to do that. You know, it's amazing. You know, that it, I uh, drove by uh, the McDonald's next to the clinic here, and the line is, is 15 cars deep. Everyone wearing their masks, whatever you want to say about that, and they're, they're getting food that's going to destroy their gut, that's going to weaken their immune system. Heaven forbid they do something that's going to make them stronger. So the first thing for dynamics of growth and change is understand that if you want things better, you have to get better. You can't wish for it. You can't sit there crying on your pillow. And here's the thing. You may not have the skills to figure your way out, but there's so many people that have been right where you are. Sorry, you're not unique and different. You're not. Someone has already been through your problem, had your disease, had your condition, had your weakness, had your financial challenge, your relationship challenge, your mental challenge, your emotional challenge. Get some coaching. Go see someone. Read a book. Someone. Read a biography. There is someone who, if you read a biography every month, you'd be amazing, amazed how your life would change. I started doing that in college. I picked one person, you know, say Teddy Roosevelt. 
and that's actually who I started with, and read a couple of his biographies and or autobiographies. And you learn about their lives. The goal of reading biographies is what? To learn how they got out of challenges. Because no two or three people, successful people, use the same methods to get out of the quagmire or the mud they were in. So, one, the only way life gets better for you is when you get better. Two, if you're not changing your responses to situations and circumstances that make up your life, you're not being flexible, and thus you're throwing away your greatest asset as an individual human being. Your ability to flex and adapt is the greatest asset a human has. Now, some people say, well, Fred, it's our ability to, to critically think and communicate. Have you seen the way the kids communicate? Oh, my goodness, I got teenagers. They, they, you say one thing and they hear another. And they definitely know, don't know how to communicate without, you know, some type of uh, technology in their hand. So it's not communication. Our greatest asset as a human being is being able to be flexible, change, adapt, do something different. So, you know, what would that look like? Well, maybe you need a new job. Maybe you need to get a different coach. Maybe you need to read a few extra books. It's not hard to get, go to the library and get a book. And if your library is closed, guess what? There are plenty of ways to get them. You can get them for two or three bucks on Amazon, half price or used books on biographies or self-help books. You should be reading this stuff every day. If you're upset about COVID, how much do you know about how your body works? You know, if I explain B cells and antibodies and T cells, do you understand that? Go pick up a biology book. You're going to have this body for 80 years plus, hopefully. And you don't know anything about it? You're, you allow talking heads to, you know, fire you up with the hope of a vaccine when that's only half the immune system? And if your immune system's not healthy, no vaccine's going to help you because it won't take. You won't be able to develop antibodies. It's not magical. This isn't, you know, potions and lotions and hair of dog and, you know, eye of newt. You know, we're not making a witch's brew. If you do get a vaccine, it presupposes that you have an immune system that can take it and receive it. That's healthy. So, one, your life only gets better when you decide to get better. Two, your greatest asset. It's not your bank account. And I'm, I, I hate to say it, it's not your family. That's your greatest support network. But your greatest asset is, as a human being is your ability to be flexible and adapt. And there's a lot of people out there that are not flexible, can't adapt because they've never tried. Three, by not being prepared, you make choice of getting caught in some of life's unpleasant circumstances, such as a rainy day. Make the decision to carry an umbrella. You have to take your own personal responsibility to be self-reliant. So be prepared. Now, that doesn't mean stock up food for six months for the next pandemic. It could. But maybe it means that I'm going to work out three or four days a week hoping to get two in because I'm so busy. I'm going to prepare my body to be so strong so when my child goes to daycare, the Petri dish of daycare, comes home with every germ known to man, I can fight that off. It may mean putting some finances away in case my job 
is a little questionable and suspect. My career choice, a little questionable suspect. It may mean that I need to put a little extra communication and love into the love bank of my marriage or long-term relationship because I, I can't presuppose it's always going to be there. I can't take that for granted. Maybe I do need to treat other people with love and respect and not be selfish because eventually they're going to get tired of an asymmetrical relationship and walk away and you're going to think they're the jerk and you've been treating them like junk for years and it'll take you years to figure it out. So be prepared, be self-reliant. Self-reliant means start getting the books. Are you listening to the podcasts? Are you going to YouTube? Are you reading books that build your mind, your spirit? Are you doing the exercises to build you up physically? Are you eating the food and drinking the clean water and getting the sleep to build your to build up your body so when something comes along to attack it, you can kick its butt? And the last note I have under that title, the dynamics of growth or change. I want you guys, I'm going to do it slowly because I know someone's going to mishear me and I will get the email or the DM, but here it is. Four, earn all you can. Earn all you can. And I'm not talking about money. Earn all you can. You have to take personal responsibility to make all the friends you can, read all the books you can, develop all the skills you can, see and do as much possible in life, and make as much fortune for yourself, which has nothing to do with money, as you can. Now again, nothing wrong with having three or four jobs or, or going to school or going back to school in your 40s and 50s to get another career so you can earn more money. That's practical stuff. But what also is practical is, you know, putting, putting love into your relationships, your professional relationships, your personal relationships, your family at home, your fortune, which is not money, your fortune is how, how many friends you have, your relationships. The quality of your life is based on the quality of your relationships, the quality of your life is based on the quality of the books you read. The quality of your life is based on the quality and the type of TV programs you have. The quality of your life is how you spend your free time. The quality of your life is how you spend your weekends. Why don't you turn your weekends into strong and powerful ends? and say, you know what, I'm gonna learn a new language. I'm gonna learn this biology. I got scared about this COVID stuff and I really don't even understand how my own body works. I'm gonna spend the next year figuring it out because I'm in my 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s and I'm still gonna be around for decades. I am not going to give my power away to someone I don't know or a talking head on TV. I'm gonna take responsibility. I'm gonna learn myself. So the quality of my life is what I can get out of it. I'm not going to give my power or my quality or my growth or my positive change away to anyone else who doesn't deserve it. So what are the dynamics of growth and change for a human? Your life only gets better when you change. That your flexibility is your greatest asset. Being prepared 
is your way out of any mess and have a fortune. Earn all the friendships you can, life experiences you can, positive events in your life that you can, and surround yourself with that positivity. And then you will grow through any challenge, even when they try to shut the world down on you. And this has been another Fact Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.